A brand new year and a brand new episode of Try Talk SA, the first one for 2014. I'm Brad Brown, your host. Thank you so much for joining me once again uh, to kick the new year off. And before I start, I want to wish you all the best for 2014. I hope you have an absolutely superb year and all your triathlon goals and dreams come true this year, as well as any other goals you may set uh, at this time of the year for the year ahead. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting show once again lined up for you this week. And uh, I actually caught up with her towards the end of last year, and I thought I'd kick things off because uh, it's almost a bit of a new beginning for her as well. I'm talking about Kate Roberts, South African Olympian. Uh, she has made a couple of big decisions towards the end of 2013, and she's really looking forward uh, to kicking 2014 off uh, with a big bang. So, yeah. Uh, had a long chat with Kate. Funnily enough, it's only the second time we've done that, but only one interview on the show this week. And uh, dig into a little bit of depth with Kate Roberts. I hope you do enjoy that interview this week as well. And then I also uh, need to just send a quick shout out. Uh, every single week, I ask you to please leave uh, a review and a rating on iTunes. And what that does is it just helps other people find this podcast and helps us grow our audience and get uh, this water triathlon out there on uh, on the platform of iTunes. And if you wouldn't mind doing the same, I'd really appreciate it. So uh, I got one in from Tri Fanatic. And so I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but no name. Trifanetic, thank you so much for your review. It says, uh, a really great podcast with awesome content relevant to the South African tri scene. I enjoy the mix of elite athletes as well as normal ones like me featured on the shows. I look forward to each week to my phone notifying me that the next Tri Talk SA podcast is available for download. Keep up the great work. Tri Fanatic, thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, I look forward uh, to putting this thing out every single week. Pretty much as much as uh, you enjoy getting that notification on your phone. And if uh, you have an Apple, it is the easiest way to get TriTalk SA. Is just go into the App Store, download the podcast app, search for TriTalk SA, and just subscribe. And every single week, it just gets sent directly to your phone. You don't even have to think about it. Uh, it is the easiest way to access the TriTalk SA podcast. Uh, if you are an Android, you can do it through SoundCloud as well. Just search for me on SoundCloud. My profile is Big Brad Brown. So soundcloud.com forward slash Big Brad Brown. It's as simple as that uh, to find us on SoundCloud. Before we get into this week's show, some exciting news as well. Uh, Ironman 70.3 Buffalo City, just a couple of weeks, uh, two and a half weeks away when I record this. Uh, it's coming up uh, at the end of January. And if uh, you're training, I hope your training has gone well. And yeah, just about time to start the taper, which is, which is good news if you've been training hard all the way through December. Uh, unlike if you're like me, who's uh, just ramping up their training now, uh, I don't need to taper. I've done uh, such a little bit. Looking forward to it nonetheless. I've been getting a lot of questions from novices uh, this year who are doing their first 70.3. And you may or may not know, but I do a series of webinars for the Comrades Marathon where we basically answer people's questions and we do a bit of a what you should be doing. And I've decided we're going to do one for 70.3 because a lot of people are asking for it. So uh, if you're a 70.3 novice and you've got lots of questions, I'm sure you do. And you've got to understand that the Ironman 70.3 race is very different to other races you would have done. The transitions are very different and there are a lot of questions that uh, need to be answered. So on Thursday, the 16th of January at 7.30 p.m. South African time, I'm going to be hosting a panel discussion uh, with a couple of really interesting people. I'll announce some of those panelists on the show next week. Uh, but we'll be hosting that panel discussion. 
and we'll be answering your questions. So we'll talk you through the, the swim course, the bike course, uh, the run course, uh, transitions, how it works with uh, the transition bags, because it is very, very different, as I mentioned. But what we'll also be doing is opening the floor and allowing you to ask questions. So you can either email them, you can pop them onto Twitter or Facebook. It works really, really well, and we get to answer your questions. So if you want to register for that webinar, it is absolutely free. All you need is either a tablet, a phone, or a desktop computer. You can sit in front of it, and you can watch this video live, and you can interact with us. Really, really easy. All you have to do if you want to register is go to trytalksa.co.za forward slash 7. 703 as in 70.3 but without the point so it's trytalksa.co.za703 register there now and if you wouldn't mind if you know of other guys and girls that are taking part in doing their first 70.3 this year once you've registered there's a couple of tools on there from facebook and twitter's perspective that you can actually share the news about the webinar and i'd really appreciate it if you'd click on one of those links and just help me get the word out there because ideally i'd like to help as many people as i can i'm going back and i look forward to seeing you uh being successful down in east london at the end of the month but without further ado let's get straight into this week's show and my chat with kate roberts well the big news uh, was announced uh, when was it a couple of weeks ago about uh, the world triathlon series coming to south africa and uh, racing in cape town in april and uh, i had the organizers on the show just a couple of weeks ago here on try talk sa and uh, i've been wanting to get some of the athletes reaction who will be racing and especially at the elite level uh, just to sort of get their take on what it'll be like racing in front of their own home fans. And it's great to have Kate Roberts on the show again. Kate, second time on Try Talk SA. It's good to catch up again. Yes, thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me again. It's always good to catch up with you, and I really appreciate the opportunity to chat to you. Kate, the last time we, we caught up, I'm, I'm trying to think when it was. It was it was sort of towards the end of the, the, the season for you guys. You were, I'm trying to think where you were. I think you might have been in France at the time. Uh, yeah, I was in, yeah, I was in France. Sort of building up towards uh, the grand finale, I think it was in London. Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, I was building up to that, and you know, it was was in heavy training, and um, yeah. But now I'm home, and I'm excited to be home, and um, yeah, I'm very, very excited about the World Series in Cape Town, and you know, I've had some, you know, some lots of thinking time over the last few months, and I've had a good break, and you know, I'm I'm refreshed and motivated and determined to to give next year a full go again. Kate, let, let's talk about this race in Cape Town and, and what it means to you coming coming from, from an athlete's point of view, being being South African and someone who's, I mean, I look at guys like, like Richard Murray and, and a guy like Henry Skuman and, and even Jill, Jill Sanders who, who've been on the circuit for a while, but out of all of them, you've probably been around the longest and, and have traveled probably more than those three have. And uh, it must be really cool to, to have a race here in South Africa, although it's not home for you. Cape Town is South Africa. Home for you is Bloemfontein. But it, it, it's going to be amazing racing in front of your own own sort of home fans. No, I'm, I'm just so incredibly excited for Brad. It's, you know, it's going to be tremendous for the sport of, of triathlon in South Africa. Um, you know, just, you know, as you said, I, I have raced the series for a number of years and, you know, to bring it home to South Africa is just something really special. And I'm really happy that I can experience this in my triathlon career. Um, you know, I've, I've been able to to make wonderful friendships over the years from international peers. And I'm really excited for them to come to South Africa and to experience my country and, you know, the beauty of Cape Town. It's, you know, it's just an amazing city. It's it's something that, you know, I, I, I do believe it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world um, to, and to me the most beautiful. Um, so, so to have everyone come to Cape Town and, 
you know, just to experience the, you know, the South, Af- South African um, culture and, you know, what we like and it's just going to be tremendous and, and I think it's really going to be great for for our sports and you know for next year and and for the and for the future. I mean, um, it's great for you know for youngsters getting involved to see to see triathlon at this level. I mean, it's the, it's the highest level of 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 in our sport, you know. So um, so to be able to watch the likes of you know Javier Gomez and the Brownies and you know the likes of you know world champions and I mean I'm, I know a lot of my my peers like Lisa Norden and. Sarah Groff and you know Vicky Holland and um, they'll, they'll all be out here and you know I'm really excited for them to come to Cape Town and you know I just I just hope they're going to have a great time and I'm I'm positive they're going to have a great time and you know I'm just really excited and I'm really excited that I can be part of this. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's going to be a, an amazing amazing race. Just uh, I've chatted to a few of the guys and it, it the setting is just so so perfect for for a tribe. But, Kate, you mentioned some of the, the, the big names on that world circuit. I've always wondered, I mean, you guys are racing sort of hard against each other, but look, like out of, out of the sport when you're not racing, are you, are you guys fairly friendly? Like, I mean, what, what's, is it chatty? Would you go out for dinner afterwards sort of vibe or, or is it all competition and, and no one's really mates? No, the, no, the world of triathlon is, you know, it's a very, it's a very close knit community. Um, you know, the athletes, you know, on race day, obviously competitors, but behind the scenes, we all, you know, we're a really good group of friends. You know, we all, you know, mix in the same circles and, you know, we go to races and it's, it's like a real little family. You know, you see each other at races and it's like seeing, you know, long lost friends and, you know, we just, you know, we're just a really tight knit community and everyone really gets on and, you know, it's just, it's, you know, kind of like when you're away from it for so long, you know, when you're not in, in the season, you kind of miss, you know, because you know, those are your friends. I mean, those are the people that you that you see on a daily basis, you know, in terms of, you know, sometimes you train with them. And, like, I've been very fortunate to train with a lot of them over the years. And then we go to races together and we meet up with people. And, you know, I've just, I've just made so many amazing friends on the circuits. And, you know, they'll be lifelong friends, you know, like I mentioned, the likes of, you know, Vicky Holland and Sarah Groff and, and Lisa Norden, you know, the, I mean, I'd, I'd take those girls and they, you know, they're three of my best friends in, in not in, not just in triathlon, but in life, you know. So, yeah, it's it's just wonderful to, you know, to see them. And I'm really excited for them to come to South Africa. And, you know, it's it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. And I think all the athletes, will, you know, will love to come. And, um, you know, and, and it's just, it's going to be wonderful. And, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, it's a very tight-knit community. And, and everyone gets on really well, and it's you know it's almost like <laughs> you know like see like I said, seeing long lost friends and meeting up again, and you know it's it's a wonderful community, and and, and I think they're just getting love that the South African culture and and the people, and you know it's 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 going to be a wonderful event. Yeah, Katie, I mean you you mentioned uh, you mates and 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 or, or sort of off the, off the racing circuit, you, you you're all sort of really close. Have they have they? spoken to you since the announcement was made and, and, and sort of their feelings on, on the circuit coming to South Africa? Yeah, no, they're all very excited. Um, you know, a lot of them a lot of them have visited South Africa. A lot of them have trained in South Africa. I know a lot of them have used um, Stellenbosch as their, as their base. So I think a lot of them are going to come out to South Africa and actually train in Stellenbosch before the event and possibly train after the event, you know, in the lead up to, to other races in the World Series. So, so you'll find there'll be a lot of them coming out to train, yeah. Um, you know, some might go to altitude and some might train in Stellenbosch. Um, so, yeah, everyone's really excited. And I think for them it's, 
you know, for those that haven't been to South Africa, it's very exciting for them because, you know, we, we kind of, we as triathletes, we kind of like to race the, the World Series circuit, but there's a new race, you know, like this year, Cape Town and Chicago are new races on the circuit. So everyone, you know, loves to visit a new country. And I think, you know, particularly Cape Town because it's such a, you know, such a different, um, you know, city to visit in terms of its Africa. And, you know, there's so much to see and so much to do. So, um, yeah, so I've been in touch with a lot of them, and they're, they're very excited. And you know, I think you know, it's it's it really it's really exciting for me, you know, to, to, to for them to experience Cape Town, and I can't wait for them to come and visit. You're going to take some of them to Bloemfontein, show them the the lights and <laughs> <laughs> the bright lights of Bloom. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, Vicky, Vicky's been out to Bloemfontein to train with me over here, and um, you know, she's she, she blessed her. She never said one bad thing about my hometown, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if they want to come to Bloom, I'd happily have them over here. But um, I think at the time, I'm actually going to be based in Pretoria, training over there. So, yeah, if they want to come and train with me over there, they, they're all more than welcome to. And I'd love them to come and train with me before the race. Well, let, let's talk about that, Kate. I mean, I, I want to sort of touch on, on what's happened this year from a, from a racing perspective and, and from a personal perspective too. But from a, a, a sort of racing perspective and coaching perspective, you've made some big changes and big decisions towards the end of the season. Tell us what's happening. Yeah, I mean, it's been quite a sort of, you know, period in my life where I really had to make a lot of decisions and decide, you know, where would I go from here, what I do, you know, do I still pursue, you know, triathlon as a career or, you know, do I call it a day and throw in, you know, throw in the towel and, you know, look for something else to do in, with my life. And, you know, I just feel that I haven't quite um, reached the levels, that, you know, that I'm capable of reaching and, you know, even if it's just one more season and, I'd like to give it, you know, one more go on the on the circuit, and you know, with Cape Town being a World Series race next year, and you know, with the Commonwealth Games, I see that as a perfect opportunity to, you know, to probably if if close the chapter on my career, if if I need to, or you know, or look towards Rio. Um, you know, I believe that change is is always a good thing. Um, you know, it creates a lot of motivation and determination, and you know, the last five years I've been training with with. Darren Smith in Australia and then you know it's been a wonderful wonderful time in my life and you know I've learned so much and I've gained so much experience and you know Darren and I you know we had such a wonderful journey together um you know it was there was a lot of highs a lot of lows but you know we really grew together and um you know we became really good friends by the end and you know it was really sad for me to sort of say goodbye to him and to the squad you know but I needed I needed change in my life um I needed you know I needed to find the motivation again to do triathlon, you know, at the highest level. And, you know, sometimes I believe, you know, like Einstein says, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, accept, and expecting different results. So so I've, I've sort of, you know, sussed out my options and, you know, I've decided that the best option for me is to be based in South Africa. You know, I'm, 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 re- I'm pretty tired of traveling around the world and living out of a suitcase and, you know, you know, like I said, going from, you know, from – country to country and packing up my life and you know it's just got to the point now where I'm a little bit older and I'd like to be a little bit more settled and and be based in South Africa and you know to um to be here amongst you know South Africans and it's just going to be you know I think quite a you know warm environment for me and um so I've sussed out my options you know where to go and what to do and you know I've 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 come to the conclusion that you know being based in Pretoria and working at the High Performance Center with Lindsay Perry is going to be my best bet. And um, yeah, I mean, Lindsay and I have come a long way. We've known each other a long time, and you know, he's very, he's always been very supportive of my of my career. And um, you know, we, you know, I think we'll work well together. And you know, I'm very excited to work with Lindsay, and he's excited to work with me. And it's 
it's very motivating for me. And, um, you know, I think even if it's one more year, we just want to get, you know, get the most out of it. And, and I'm quite excited for that. And yeah, we'll, you know, you know, it may work, it may not work, but I'm going to give it a go and give it my best shot and, and, you know, see, see, see how much I can get out of myself for Cape Town and, and then on towards the Commonwealth Games. Katie, I'm, I'm so chuffed that, that uh, you're going to be in South Africa because, I mean, I've, I've known you for, for a couple of years now and, and followed your progress on that international circuit. And, and you more than anyone, I mean, there's lots of, of South African sports stars that are based overseas, but I have ever or never, ever met anyone who's more proudly South African than you are. Like any opportunity to tweet about how great South Africa is or to spread the word, it's you. So I'm really chuffed. I, I know that you you very South African, first, first of all, but you, you, you enjoy sort of being home and close to family. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it works out for you, and, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's going to be awesome having you based in South Africa, and, and I'm, I'm sort of, I can sense your excitement. The last time we chatted, I almost got the feeling that you were a little bit down, but uh, you see, you're sounding very optimistic, and it, it's exciting. Yeah, and I'm very optimistic, you know, like, thanks, Brad, yeah, I am very, very proud of South Africa, so I'm, I'm really happy to come home and to, you know, to base, you know, we are, we are belong in the world, and, you know, to be, to be surrounded by people that understand me, and, um yeah, and I think you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity here for me. You know, not just um, in, in terms of my triathlon career, but obviously moving forward to life beyond triathlon. So, you know, there's a lot I can do, and you know, I'd like to sort of go into those avenues, and you know, now start working on that. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really excited to be back home, and you know, like, you know, just to be, you know, and just to yeah, just to make a difference over here. You know, um, look, the last five years have been amazing, and. You know, I needed to do that to improve as an athlete. You know, I don't think I would have ever reached the levels had I not taken that um, risk and gone overseas, you know. I mean, there were times when, you know, I was going really, really well and it was working out really well for me. But then, then there were times when I was just, you know, I was absolute rubbish and it was really hard for me, you know, to deal with that. And, you know, I think I'm a lot more experienced as an athlete now. You know, I know what works for me. I know what doesn't work for me. Um, you know, I just, I just need a, a sort of environment where, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I mean something to, to the environment, you know, to the environment in which I'm working for and, you know, I get along with, you know, the people that I'm working with and, you know, people that have confidence in me and um, I think if I can create that environment and, you know, and people, you know, believe in me, um, you know, I think, you know, with the skills that I've learned over the last five years, I really think that, I, you know, that I can, that I can get it together, you know what I mean? I think it's, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, results of, you know, you know, it's all good and well, but you know, if you're not if you're not determined as an athlete and you're not motivated, you're never going to get the results that you want. You know, it's it's all up to you. So you just need to create an environment where you're happy and um, you know you you know you can get the most out of a, out of yourself. You, I mean, you, you mustn't create an environment where you know you sort of told you kept kept telling you wonderful and this and that and the next thing you need an environment where you know it's it's tough, it's not easy, but at the same time you know you need an environment where you are. You know, you have that sense of belonging in the world, and I think you know, being based in Pretoria with Lindsay and and the young guys, you know, is going to be the best for me. And I'm just really excited for next year, and you know, I can't wait, you know, to you know, to get to get going again. And you know, it's it's just created, and it's like being a new lease on life for me. No, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited, and you know, I mean, like I said, it may work out, it may not work out, but you know, I'm just going to give it everything and and hope for the best and I believe if I do that then you know like then there will be no regrets you know I would have I've given it everything and I don't believe you know I believe this is the best decision for me you know I don't see myself going overseas and and racing and training over there I just don't think at the time you know 
in my life now I need I need that I need to be based here and um, and that's exciting for me. Kate, Lindsay, I mean, I'm good mates with Lindsay as well, and we also go back quite a long way. But as far as coaches go, I don't think people realize how good a coach Lindsay is. I mean, he coached Vian Sulvalt to that uh, ICU Junior World Championship title, but he, he knows his stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, no, Lindsay's, you know, he's a great, you know, he's a great athlete himself, and he's, you know, he's, he's coached numerous athletes to high levels. Um, you know, he's obviously, his forte is running, and um, and cycling, and you know, he's sort of the swimming. He's sort of let Rocco Mayering, you know, help me with that. Um, and, but he he coordinates and he sees the program. Um, I think Lindsay's, you know, he's he's very much sort of he's gonna he's gonna help me in a guidance role. You know, sort of tell me what he thinks is best for best for me, and we sort of gonna you know gonna work together as a team. You know, if I think that something is not quite suited for me, he, you know, he's quite willing. To, you know, to see to see it and and to help me and you know in other you know sort of guide me along and so he's just going to be a guide you know like a, a player you know guidance role for me and I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm quite excited for that because you know I think we can work well together and um, you know I, f- I feel that you know that I can I can help Lindsay and he can help me and you know it can be sort of a you know a, you know a joint sort of you know coaching athlete relationship and. Um, yeah, I think I get, I mean, obviously I've got the sense from Lindsay that he's really excited about working with me and, you know, he's just a great overall guy, you know, very, he's got a lot of enthusiasm for, enthusiasm for the sport, you know, he does it completely for the love of the game, you know, he's not out there to, you know, to get to sort of, you know, it's what's, it's what's not what's there for him, it's what's there for the athlete and, you know, that's what I've always liked about Lindsay, um, you know, he does it purely for, you know, for the love of it and he wants as the athlete to get the most out of it and, and yeah, like I said, you know, he's he's been very excited and, you know, he's coached, he's got a great group of athletes. He's got, you know, the young under 23 guys who are really motivated and, you know, it's nice. It's kind of refreshing working with, with young guys because, you know, I don't, I, they're, not, they're not my direct competitors. So, you know, it's not like I have to train against them and sort of beat them in every session because, you know, they're not, they're not the ones that are racing me. So they sort of, they've sort of adopted me as sort of a, you know, I don't know what, I don't know if it's a mother role or, you know, but it's sort of an older sister role or what. Um, but yeah, they, they take good care of me when we go out on rides together and during swimming sessions and, you know, and it's, it's really nice working for them with them because they're so determined and I mean, they really want to make a go of it and um, it's motivating for me and yeah, I'm just really excited about it. I'm a bit disappointed Lindsay's not that excited to be working with me, Kate. <laughs> I'm, gonna have I'm sure to, he is, Brad. I'm going to have to have a word with him. I'm really going to have to have a word with him. Kate, Maybe if you come train with us at the High Performance Centre, you will. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. I, I might keep up for the first five minutes, and then after that I'll be on my own all day. But that's uh, a whole other story. Kate, <laughs> I, I'm quite fascinated, uh, and, and I understand where you're at in your life at the moment, that you want that settled, but... but I'm just trying to think from a from a racing perspective, being based here in South Africa, and, and it's quite funny because I've I've chatted in the last season. I've chatted to to Richard Murray a few times, and I've also spoken to Henry Skuman a few times. And Henry's been based here in South Africa and has travelled to the European races, whereas uh, Richard's been based in Europe and and has travelled around from there. And and Henry was saying one of the biggest challenges that he's been facing is obviously that travel to and from, and it's taken its toll. So he's looking to try and base himself in Europe. Uh, in the upcoming season, and, and that's what he's working towards. Do you you obviously feel that the the benefits of being home are going to far outweigh the, the the disadvantages of having to travel to to the international races? Yeah, I mean, I think for now, you know, in my life, like 
I mean, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be racing as much abroad in terms of you know week in week out on the international series. I'll I'll go over do you know one or two races. So you know, so what I can do is go over and sort of base myself in Europe for maybe a week or two. You know, do a few races and then and then come back home again. So for me, it's essentially just having South Africa as a base, and you know, like if I need to go over to Europe for a few weeks at a time, I can go over, do a few races, and come back, but not essentially for long periods of time where I actually have to go over there and train. Um, you know, Richard's, you know, he's training with Joel Fillier, so he, he so he he goes with the with the coach, and they and they base themselves in Europe, and and then train in Europe, and then go to the races from there. Whereas Henry's. Um, you know, he's been based in, in in Durban, and then he travels to and fro from Durban. I think I think what essentially what Henry's also looking at is, is to do something like I'm doing. You know, go over for a short stint of time, but do the majority of your training based in South Africa. Um, I think that's you know that's going to be best for me um, because as I said over the last few years, all I've done is you know I go train. I've been training in Australia for three four months of the year and then you know in during our base phase and then from there I come home for maybe a week or two and then I have to go over to Europe for another three or four months or you know or go over to the States first and then over to Europe so yeah it's just it's just hard I mean it's hard in terms of you know being a South African you always have to deal with you know obviously visa issues and you know a lot of other athletes don't necessarily have those problems so for me it's it's always been hard like coming home then I have to organize a visa then I have to go over there you know, and it's quite straight. You know, the last five years it's been quite stressful. So now it's just nice knowing that I don't have to organise a visa unless I go over for a few months. You know, like this show is based in Europe for for over three months, but I mean, effectively, I'm only allowed to spend ninety days in a in a EU country. You know, in the EU country on the Schengen visa. So I extended my stay by ten days, and you know, it was just a stress because I had to go in and see the canton police to try and extend my visa for ten days, and. You know, it's, it was just very stressful, and you know, just by the end, it just really got to me because I was just like, I'm so over this type of you know lifestyle where I have to stress about visas and you know whether whether I'm in the country for you know for longer than I should be, and and I just I can I just can, I can come home and you know I can just I can just live a normal life you know without having to worry about you know like I said, you're organising visas and, you know, organising train, uh, tra- plane tickets and, you know, now I can just, I, no, the, the biggest thing in my life is trying to get myself to Victoria, you know, which is so, <laughs> such far less stressful than it is, you know, trying to organise a trip to, to Canberra in Australia. Well, well, there would be some people that say coming from Bloemfontein, you need a visa to get to Pretoria. <laughs> Yeah, probably. You know, hopefully the Valleys will take me into their hands and you know, not and not uh, not be upset that I'm coming over to to their territory. But um, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, uh, some people say that you know, I mean, some people. So yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go and ask the Valleys if I can uh, you know come and come and live in their in their in their neck of the woods. The big question, though, Kate, is uh, are you going to be trading your Free State Rugby jersey in for one of those really cool camo Bulls jerseys? <laughs> Unfortunately, that will never happen. Um, no. I saw the the blues, the bull, the bulls, um, uh, big, you know, camouflaged uh, um, jersey for the Super 15, and you know, I did, I did have a chuckle, and um, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, as long as you go, to, you can go to Pretoria, as long as you don't become a blue bulls fan, and they don't ever have to worry about that. You know, that's never going to happen. I'm, I'm very, very proud to support, and I'll always, always remain a Chiefs supporter. 
I mean, you you born and bred. I always joke about Bloomin. I shouldn't actually take the Mickey out of the Free State because I, as you know, I'm also from the Free State. But I mean, you born and bred in Bloemfontein, and and you went to you went to Unice. You you absolutely love Bloemfontein, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always been home for me. You know, I mean, it's I I, I do understand it's not the world's most scenic city. But it's it's been a place of home. It's been a place of you know wonderful memories for me. Like you know, growing up here, um, going to Unici throughout you know from from grade one to you know all the way through to matric. Um, you know, I just had a, had a had a great sense of you know of belonging, and I had a great sense of you know I mean it was great in terms of my sport. You know, I was I was you know I looked up to the likes of you know Zola Bard who came from Bloemfontein and Alan Donald who came from Bloemfontein and. You know, even Hansi Cronier was from Bloemfontein, and it was just, you know, it was just a wonderful, um, you know, environment for sports. I mean, I, I I grew up with, you know, Johan Cronier, who's just come third at um, in in in, Mo- in Moscow at the for the 1500 meter at the World Championships. You know, we we come a long way. We're great friends, and you know, there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of that, and um, yeah, it was just it was a wonderful community to grow up in, and you know, I've always. I've always loved, yeah, I've always loved coming home to my parents and, um, um, you know, so Bloom will always be home to me and then, you know, where, wherever I go in the world is, you know, it's just, you know, like, you know, just, I always say Bloom will be home but wherever I go in the world, we, you know, I'll just be visiting, you know. So, um, I mean, I don't think I'll, I'll, I don't know if I'll eventually settle in Bloomfontein, I mean, that's, you know, that's debatable. But it is, you know, it is a sense of, you know, of great belonging and people over here, you know, it's a, you know the people are just you know very warm and friendly, and you know it's just a very down to earth community. Um, people have no airs about themselves, and you know they're just always happy to see you. And you know just you know like I said, really down to earth. And I think you know that's that's what appeals to me about Bloemfontein, and it's and it's a small town. You know, like traveling up to Joburg was quite a big deal for me because you know the traffic was <laughs> ridiculous, and you know it was it was quite daunting for me just to be in the Joburg traffic and then traveling over to, obviously onto Pretoria. Um, you know, Bloemfontein had none, none of that. Um, so yes, those those type of things will be quite you know quite difficult for me to deal with. But you know, you have to grow up sometime, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Kate, yeah. uh, let, let's talk about life sort of outside of triathlon and. And uh, I mean, you, you, it's been part of your life for so long, so I don't even know if, if you know what, what, what Kate Roberts is outside of triathlon, because it has, it's been you. But like, what, what are your long-term sort of plans? I mean, you said it a couple of times in this interview. You've also said it previously when we've spoken that you're not quite sure what you're going to be up to, but you, you've obviously given it some thought. What would you like to be doing? I mean, let, let's, let's look ahead 10 years. Where do you see Kate Roberts 10 years from now? Yeah, that's a very good question, Brad. I mean, obviously, you know, triathlon has played a massive part of my life. And, you know, like, I don't think I could ever just, you know, walk away from triathlon. So, you know, I, I mean, my goal is to go to, to, to Commonwealth Games next year and then I'll reassess after that. You know, there, there is something that, that inside me that says, you know, let's, let's go to, all the way to Rio. Um, I just feel that if I'm going to go all the way to, you know, to Commonwealth Games, it's just another, basically another 18 months of, you know, and then you, then, then Rio's, you know, right on your doorstep. So, um, I mean, obviously the last five years have been quite a big financial strain on me, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm basically, I'm coming home now and I have to really make my, you know, make things work for me financially. Um, so, you know, so if the opportunities arise and I, and I do have the opportunity to go to Rio, you know, I'll make it happen. You know, if not, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot I can do in terms of, you know, um, working with with in, in triathlon. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, 
I can go into coaching, but it's it's not really my forte. It's not something that I really, you know, really think that I'm that good at, you know. And I know what I need to do, but I don't necessarily know what other people need to do to get the best out of themselves. I mean, my passion lies in, in you know, in developing triathlon. And what I'd like to do is, you know, develop it from, from, all, from grassroots levels all the way up to elite level. Um, I'd like to be involved in a mentorship for, for young triathletes, and I'd like to, you know, to grow the sport, you know, through the kids. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd very much like to be involved in, you know, you know, in increasing the awareness of triathlon and, and the sports, you know, through schools. Um, and I'd like to be a mentor for future Olympians. And, um, you know, that's, that's the type of role I'd like to play in, in triathlon. Um, I believe as South Africans, you know, we have so much talent over here, and I don't I don't think we're identifying the talent and developing the talent. Um, so, you know, I'd like, you know, once I've I've hung up my bike and, you know, my costume and said that's, you know, that's it, I'd really like, you know, to get, to get especially girls involved in the sport of triathlon and, you know, to, you know, to make sure that each and every Olympic cycle that comes around, you know, we have three South African girls on the, on the start line. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my goal in terms of triathlon and, I mean, obviously, I'd like to settle down one day and, you know, have a family of my own, hopefully. And, um, yeah, and I'd like to, you know, just keep giving back. And then, obviously, um, you know, I mean, I obviously, I, I, I kind of like, you know, um, public speaking. So maybe getting involved in that type of thing um, is, you know, it's, it's, quite, it's quite something that, I, that I'd be very interested in. Um, yeah, so there's a lot I can do. And, but I think, you know, being involved in the sport of triathlon, and developing it from all the way from grassroots to elite level is is really what I really what where my passion lies and what I want to do. Kate, I don't know if you heard the interview that I did with with Jody Swallow a few weeks ago or a few months ago actually. Now, just with regards to to some of the challenges she's had uh, as a, as a female triathlete in in the sport and and some of the things that she's struggled with over the years. What would you say has been your, your sort of biggest challenge as a, as a girl in the sport of triathlon and, and having to travel a lot? And, and, and just from a, from a personal point of view, maybe not from a, from a triathlon point of view, but just things that you've struggled with that someone listening to this who's, who's thinking about going along the same sort of route that you've gone in your career, that, that uh, sort of if you think about it now that if you'd done things slightly differently, you, you could have had better outcomes in, in the end. I mean, I think it's it's really hard for a girl, you know, to become a professional sportsman. It's not really seen as, especially in, in South Africa, it's not really seen as a as a career that's, you know, that's really sort of, you know, look, you know, sort of, it's sort of, it's really, you know, not many girls do it, you know, they don't they don't really take up sport professionally. So, so for me, I mean, coming from Bloemfontein, which is a very conservative Afrikaans community, you know, to be at the age of thirty not to be married is, you know, it's not. It's not very, um, you know, you know, sort of seen upon as, you know, as as as, as a good thing. Um, so, you know, I've definitely gone against the norm, which is which is at times been quite tough for me. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying, you know, that I've, that what I'm doing is is right, but um, it's it's been quite challenging because, you know, not many girls do what I do. You know what I mean? So, um, and you know, it's it's very lonely. I mean, you know, you. You you know you're doing this and you know you're traveling and you know you you yeah you, know, you you give up a lot I mean you give up a lot of you know relationships with you know friendships and you know you, you even though you have a lot of you have a lot of friends 
you know, I always say that there are a lot of acquaintances because they're not necessarily your friends. I mean, you meet a lot of people along the way, but you only have a very few handful of friends that actually understand, you know, just what it takes and, you know, what your lifestyle entails. I mean, you know, it's, it always sounds very glamorous and don't get me wrong. I love what I do, but it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, hard work behind the scenes that, that the, the majority of the people don't understand. I mean, you know, living away from home, living out of a suitcase, you know, the financial pressures of, of making ends meet in triathlon, it's, it's really been tough for me. And, you know, over the last few years, I, I just, you know, I just felt that, you know, it's, it hasn't, it hasn't been easy because, you know, if, if things go wrong, I've always had to rely on my parents, um, which hasn't always been easy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been tough in, in that sense. And then, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's not really a, a career that's sort of, you know, highly regarded in, 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 in South Africa. It's sort of, you know, it's very, very foreign to people. So if you tell people you're a professional athlete, um, a triathlete in South Africa, you know, I, can, I get the sense that people don't quite understand, you know, how, how, how you can do that. Like, you know, like, the, I mean, obviously there's a lot of questions that come up about how you earn a living and, you know, it's it's just not done. So you kind of, you know, you kind of keep having to sort of explain to people exactly what you do and, you know, how you earn a living. And I mean, it's it's not a it's not always a very lucrative career. You know, there's a lot of risk there's a, and a lot of you know sacrifice involved. And um, to me, that that has been quite a struggle over the last few years. And um, so yeah, so that's also one of the reasons why I'm in South Africa. So like, you know, just to try and and build, you know, build my image again and, you know, try and, you know, financially get myself back on track. And um, and that's what I want to do during the next few years so, and, and work towards life post-triathlon. Um, yeah, I think those are probably the, you know, the hardest things that I've had to deal with as a female female triathlete. But, you know, other than that, it's, you know, it has been a wonderful a wonderful journey so far and you know i'm looking forward to ending it on a high kate and then before i i let you go i i'd like to sort of ask people who have been at the top of their game in, in whatever sport it is if if someone's listening to this right now and and sort of thinking about uh, maybe getting going in triathlon or, or maybe making the, the step up from being just an average ordinary age grouper to actually being competitive in the age group or perhaps moving from age group to to the elite sort of level can, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. Can you give us sort of three tips that you could give them to to make them sort of make that step up? Three things that they can do that'll make them better. I mean, the first thing I've always say is your motivation. You know, you really have to want it. Um, you know, it must be and it must come from with come from within. You know, you're the only one that can get yourself up to that level. Um, and then the next thing is obviously you know make sure you have a decent coach. I mean, you know, and you work well together with your coach. Um, because you know, it's 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 you need you need someone to to give you that you know that proper guidance and support. Um, you know, it's it's hard to do it alone. And then yeah, like the same thing. You know, make sure you have a very good support structure behind you because it is a very lonely lifestyle, and you need people that that support you and encourage you. Um, you know, so make sure that you have you know they have the they have the right support structure and the right people behind you, and you associate yourself with the right people. You know, it's sometimes it's hard. You know, because it's like I said, it's quite a lonely lifestyle, and you know, you'll 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 come across people that don't quite understand what you're doing, and it, it, it does bring you down. So, so associate with people that understand your lifestyle, and you know, want to bring out the best in, best in you. And then, 
yeah, and then just be prepared to work however hard at it. You know, it's it's a lot of sacrifice, but it's you know at the same time it's it's a wonderful wonderful lifestyle. I mean, you're doing if you love it, you know, it's it's absolutely wonderful because you're getting up every morning, you're doing the things that you love in life, and you know, I don't think there's anything better in life doing a job that you love. You know, if that, that, that what's the saying always goes, if you know, if you find a job that you love, then you never have to work another day in your life. And you know, I believe that's true. I mean, I've never had to work because I've, I've always done what I've loved to do. And, yeah, and then just, you know, like I said, the, the, the key to it all is, you know, to have that drive and that determination. Um, and then, you know, then you, the AOA. Okay, cool. Thank you so, so much for That's your time. Great. Been a, been amazing uh, spending this time with you. I really do appreciate it. Cool. Thank you, Brad. And, yeah, all the best to you and your training with the 70.3. I hope it goes well. Jeez, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You're going to be great. And that's a wrap for episode 22 of Try Talk SA. I'll be back again next week with some more uh, info for you on the triathlon scene here in South Africa. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got any questions or any comments or if you'd like to be in touch, please do pop me an email. Uh, the email address is podcast at tritalksa.com. .co.za. I love getting emails from you uh, and I just love hearing uh, about what you want to hear about here on the show. I'm always open to suggestions. If there's something you've come across that you think the South African triathlon community would love to know about, I'd love to know about it. So podcast at tritalksa.co.za. Just a final request once again, if you are on iTunes, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review and a rating, and if you want to be part of that webinar for 70.3 in East London at the end of the month, that URL once again is tritalksa.co.za forward slash 703. I look forward to spending some more time with you next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your training this week, uh, and we'll chat soon. Be safe. Cheers. (laughs) 